and welcome to the Royals Rundown Podcast, the Kansas City Royals Podcast in association with Inside the Royals. I'm Jake Milham, and joining me tonight, as always, is Lucas Murphy, the beat of Kansas City. Lucas, how are you doing tonight, man? I'm doing good, man. Uh, honestly, the Women's College World Series softball has oh, started, yeah. and uh, man, I get, as crazy as it sounds, I get so hyped for that. I think the way those women play that game, um, and, and the pace of it is is extremely fun to watch. Um, and then something that my wife and I share when it comes to sports so we can kind of sit down and watch. So super, super excited about that. How about you, man? Been doing all right. It's uh, it's been a little bit of a weird week, you know, coming off the long weekend. Uh, feels like I just got in the swing of things at work and now, you know, tomorrow's Friday. So. Yeah, yeah. But I ain't complaining one bit. We got a lot of sports going on right now. Um, I do. I have to say I have loved college softball for a while. A lot of my family lives down in Norman, Oklahoma. And, you know, the Sooners are a softball powerhouse. They're killing it, man. Yeah, absolutely killing it right now. And in Bricktown, it's a it's a great venue down there. Great setting. Um, It's, you know, overall, no, you, you don't have to change thing. And yeah, people yeah. come in for um, college softball. But look, we, we have an off night with Royals baseball. Um, and I hate to say it, but thank goodness <laughs> it is. It has been a very rough stretch. Any Royals fan knows that, um, you know, capped off a nine game road trip, two and seven. That's it. Um, and sole ownership of last place in the American League and Major League Baseball. Look, man, it is we we can go off on a tangent, you know, talk about what we think is wrong with the team, uh, what needs to be changed. But we're not going to say anything that listeners don't already know or they yeah. haven't already heard. So, hey, you know what? Let's keep it moving. We've got another series starting tomorrow with the Astros. We'll preview that later on. Um, but. For right now, I do want to talk about uh, Jose Quas's debut mm-hmm. uh, this past series in Cleveland. Uh, Lucas, you've talked about him extensively. Well, I would say extensively. You talked about him on the podcast. You've written about him. Um, and hey, your predictions came true. Um, how did it feel seeing him out there on the diamond? I tell you, it's like baseball in general. You go one for three and you're you're going to the Hall of Fame, man. <laughs> but honestly, it was nice to see him. I, I know when I, when I did that article... Um, I was aware of him, but not to the extent of really like where he came from and like how hard he worked to get to where he was. And so when he actually got to the major leagues and they really talked about that, I think, I think that really just shows you like someone who put in the effort to get to the major leagues. Like, and so that made it more gratifying to watch. Um, what I liked about him and what caught my eye was his pitch angle. Uh, he used to actually play the infield. And for him to go on the bump and kind of start throwing in a more, uh, a little bit less than three quarter, more like a submarine almost, um, you know, and to have that run on the fastball and stuff, I think that's incredible. And um, again, that just shows you the hard work. And I think he's going to be special, man. I really do. Uh, It was something that was needed in the pen. You know, we started off blazing in the pen and then it's like, it's just gone downhill. So kind of a refresher in the pen and him, uh, I think it's a good addition. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he, I mean, his debut one inning, no score. You can't ask for much more. And yeah, the man absolutely has an amazing story. You know, coming up, he was, he was an infielder, tried to become a pitcher. He didn't work out with the, in the Brewers organization, I believe it was. Um, and the, and the man was, the man was out of baseball. He was working for FedEx Yeah, and you know, he came back, 
came up through the Royals organization and proved that he belonged and he made his major league debut. So um, cannot wait to see more of him. Very different. It's always good to have new blood there in the bullpen. So very excited for him. Um, Lucas, when, when was that article written? Do you remember? So people can go back and write, read that. It, it was in, uh, I believe it was in spring training, honestly. Okay. Um, it could have been even right before the season. I know spring training obviously was cut short, so it could have been during that, uh, like down period where spring training should have been happening. So it was right around that time. Okay. All right. Well, um, please make sure to visit the site, go back, check that out. If you want to learn more about Quas. but cannot wait to see what he continues to produce in Kansas city. Um, now on a little bit more of a, of a sobering note, um, listen to longtime listeners of the podcast and Lucas, you both know how much I, um, I loved Giordano Ventura, um, in Royals uniform, um, when he was, here with the team um and tomorrow june 3rd would be his 31st birthday if he was still with us um so if you you know go go out on social media say something say something about like your favorite memory of ventura uh lucas i i don't know do you have a favorite memory or favorite moment from his time in kansas city I, you know, I think mine's a little bit collective. And the reason is because I think it was the passion and the fire he brought when he would pitch. Yeah. And I think it, you were, you would remember for sure, but you remember the like brawls that would start, he got into it with Machado. He got into it with what seemed like Samarja and the yeah. whole White Sox team. I mean, that was a different time. I felt like, like that's to me. And I, I know this is about Ventura, but that's what I feel like is missing on this team. But um, that's why I liked about him so much is that it's almost like he didn't, he wasn't afraid to back down to anybody. He was willing to go in the zone. Um, and I, I think it was just maybe his immaturity a little bit or just lack of <laughs> just, I, I don't know what it was, but man, he just, and it's almost seemed like too, he was one of the first ones I felt like that kind of just went out there and pitched. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it was, it's just gratifying to, to go back and, um, I actually have the, the world series stuff. And I go back every once in a while and, and watch him come, come in. And I know it wasn't the best, but still, man, you kind of, that's a, a way to relive what he was able to do. And uh, I just, I was a big fan of Ventura as well. Yeah, man. It's, and if, if I had to pick one, um, you know, his, just his passion off the field and um, kind of, even though he was still, he was still a kid in in several ways on the diamond, um, he seemed very, composed and he seemed like a good person off the field. Um, like I remember, I remember going to one game and he was like sitting on top of the dugout, just, just signing stuff, you know, whoever was coming up, he was just signing it. He loved it. He was smiling. Um, so he was definitely, I wish he had more time in Kansas city as a player, but also as, as a person. So again, Jordan Ventura would have been 31 on Friday, June the 3rd, 2022. So that, that was pretty crazy, man. <laughs> I think that's insane too, just to think like he would have only been 31. Like it just yeah. feels, it feels weird. It, it really does. And you know, it, it seems like it was so long ago. They passed away. He passed away in 2017. Yeah. And like just so much of this, like so much of life has happened. So much of Royals baseball has happened since he's been gone. Um, so yeah, it is. Oof. Just a crazy, crazy thing to think about. It really makes you think about priorities at, at some point. For sure. For sure. 
Well, okay, this is a this is a terrible transition. But speaking of priorities, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of priorities, um, so we, we're both talking about in in the chat. Um, we we both enjoyed the YouTube broadcast of the Royals and Guardians game from this past week. Um, you know, it it was a it was a Royals loss if I if I'm remembering correctly. Um, Those are pretty was, common these days. Yeah, I know, I know. It's uh. <laughs> Even if even if I say that and it wasn't, I have like a two thirds chance that it was a loss. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take my chances there. Um, watch we'll watch most of the game. Uh, we we both like the broadcast setup. Both think yeah, it's for sure very different than Bally's um, in a good way. And one of the most prominent ways that it was different was is going to be the broadcasters. Um, and you know I'm gonna. We were talking about with uh, Jared and Kevin a little bit how kind of the the Royals broadcast team is very much, you know, in lockstep with the front office. It seems, you know, kind of kind of peddling things that like, oh, well, this is why you should be positive when your team has the worst record. Yeah. In the yeah. Um, but they absolutely buried Carlos Santana yeah. on the broadcast. Did, did you listen to that? Um, I, I saw it digitally. I had it muted, but I mean, when they put up that little snippet of his batting, basically like you're hitting stats yeah. and they compared it to Vinny P and then they compared it to Prado and I couldn't hear, I obviously, I, like I said, I wasn't listening to it, but man, I just, even seeing that was just kind of like demoralizing to him if he would have seen that because it's like, man, uh, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, they, they played good cop, bad cop. Scott Braun, you know, he talked up Vinny P. He talked up uh, Nick Prado and said he literally said, I will say we don't sugarcoat things here on YouTube. Carlos Santana is struggling this season. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, hey, you know what? I'm I'm all here to hear it, especially on a broadcast. Um, you know, so Braun talked that up, but Alonzo kind of came up with, a, oh, well, he's the he's the veteran. He's a professional um, and he's going to be a great leader to mentor these young guys. Like, so, I mean, he he's not wrong, but well, I guess I, mean, I guess you got to look at it, too. Like neither one of these broadcasters are going to be for or against because it's like a, a middle ground broadcast. Yeah. So you're going to probably get the raw and the realness and like, that's pretty cool. Like I didn't even think about that till just now. Yeah. And that's, um, you know, I'll watch the YouTube broadcast <laughs> granted most of the time it's while I'm at work, mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah. uh, just, just for some different baseball and they are very much, you know, they do their research. They know the storylines with each team, but they don't, most of the time they don't have a favorite either way. So yeah. they're, they are kind of telling it how it is. Um, and, you know, they were pointing out the, the free, you know, the free Vinny movement on Royals Twitter and social media and things like that. And so, you know, I, I thought it was good to get some of that realness. Mm -hmm. um, I, I respect the Royals broadcast team for, for what they are, but man, it just gets, it gets tired sometimes when you have to listen and watch a bad game at the same time, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I'm sure that, you know, they're, they know they're not oblivious to what's going on and it's, it's their job to stay positive. But I mean, I'm sure at some point, like even then it gets a little bit stagnant for them and it's, it's hard to find the words to be like, look, 
I mean, at this point in the season, a guy that's hitting a buck, what, 82 or something like that, yeah, and you're still trying to, to remain positive for that, like, that's that's tough. Typically, when you see that, that's someone coming off a bench in a, in a, in a pinch hit role or uh, just a, a different scenario, not basically a starter. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at with that. I mean, the same goes for, like, Ryan O'Hearn. Um, not to kind of go off, but – you know, I, I, I went to the Diamondbacks game and we were down there and uh, heading to the stadium. I saw like what the starting lineup was going to be. And we get there and it's kind of a change. And I'm like, what the heck's going on? Come to find out, you know, Isbell's sick and whatever's oh, yeah. going on. But then Ryan O'Hearn's back in the lineup. Like, and I'm like, what is going on? And it's just the same stuff over and over again. Yeah, it's uh, it's very much a broken record. There's there's going to have to be some, you know, when the when the CD player keeps skipping yeah. the same thing and got to hit the side of the radio, you know, yeah. we got to got to have a hit the side of the radio moment uh, in this organization. So, hey, you know what? We've we've called for it. We've talked about it. We've beaten that dead horse even more dead than it already is. So yeah. we, we just got to wait and see, man. Yeah. And what, uh, let me get your thoughts. Cause we haven't talked about this in a while. I'm just curious. What do you truly think it is? Like, what do you think is holding it? Is it, is it time and service? Like, cause I don't think that's really a thing. Is it, are they truly like, man, we really want to give Santana a, ch- a chance or like, I just, I can't figure it out because you brought Robbie Witt up. You got Melendez. Like you told the fan base, Hey, this is, this is the season. Uh, we're going to start kind of turning things around. I just, I don't get it. What do you think? I, to, I think there is some, Oh, I think there might be some concern about Vinny's defense, which it's yeah. not, he's not bad defensively, but I honestly, I wonder if the front office is hoping that things will click at the plate for Prado and they want to bring Prado up. Because I, I don't know this. At this point, you just have to get your tinfoil hat on. Because yeah. Pasquantino is doing everything that he can. Yes, and he he is winning international league awards. Mm-hmm. And this team is still like, oh well, he's not he's not ready. He still has to do his time. I like I don't know what else it could be. Um, maybe you know this Royals front office has been stubborn in the past. Maybe they don't want to say, oh, well, we have this lower drafted guy named Vinny Pasquantino who is outplaying Nick Prado, our 2017 first round pick. We want Prado to make it first before Pasquantino. I'd, I don't know if I, I wish folks, I'm just throwing my hands up at this point. No, I, and I am too, because it literally makes zero sense. Like either one, like 250 is better then 180. Like, yeah, it, it just is. So why not? Like I, I just, and at this point in the season, you're dead last. I get that. It's not even to the all-star break yet, but still you're dead last. You play like you're dead last. There's zero motivation. Um, man, that's just, that's kind of my thinking It's like, let's just, uh, but again, we're beating it. Let me grab my bat so I can hit it again. Hit that horse. But yeah, I mean, so yeah, okay, go ahead. Let, let me let me get my final swing in and then yeah. you get one more. Sound fair? Yeah, go ahead. OK, so what this past week, what kind of set me off was um, Mike Matheny was on 610. And they I didn't get to listen to it live. I rarely do. But they published some things that Matheny said um, and Matheny 
kind of in that same narrative of we don't want to bring up these players because the team in Kansas city is bad. Um, and let's see. Matheny said, it's only a matter of time. And when it does, this thing's going to turn around in a hurry. And he goes on to say, and then it's also to tell these young players that this is not what it looks like. This is not what we expect of ourselves or what you should be expecting of yourself. And that's, that is fair. But I mean, come on, like how does, how is this mentally affecting guys like Emmanuel Rivera and Bobby Witt and MJ Melendez who are stuck on a losing team despite putting up fair to decent numbers? You know, why not bring up someone else to to replace the outgoing veteran? I I don't know, man. Your final swing. I feel like any other major league team would do it. Yeah. And, and I could be just be, you know, swinging as hard as I can. But I really do. I feel like a lot of teams would have been like, hey, he's just not cutting it. Let's go ahead and move on. And to me, that's what's most frustrating. I don't I don't want to blame Matheny because I don't know what goes behind the doors. Yeah. And like yeah. from a coaching perspective, I understand that your job is to there is not only to be a mentor, but also to, you know, create a lineup and really just kind of see the game through, but that's really all you're doing. Like you're not making the moves. You're not doing anything that a front office would do. So mm-hmm. can we really blame Matheny for that? Um, and then I'll, I mean, I mean, I guess my negative with him and, and this is my true final swing is the fact <laughs> that his lineups, I do have a huge complaint about his lineups. Like if something works, but it's been a struggle with anything working, but if it works kind of go with it for a little bit and just see like, you know, it's, I've talked consistency multiple times on this podcast and I I just don't feel like a lot of these guys are getting the consistency because they're moving up and down They're each hole or each spot in the, in the lineup asks for different things. Um, And so, yeah, it's just, I just think too, like Bobby Wood Jr. and those guys, like if they keep losing, like what's the incentive of them wanting to stay? Right. Exactly. So, there, there is little incentive. But hey, we both said it was last swing. We're gonna, we're yeah. gonna leave it at that. Um, Home for, run. <laughs> exactly. But hey, for for our listeners, we will be having a little bit more uh, discourse in this same vein. Um, Lucas and I are gonna pick our most disappointing individual players at the plate next podcast so please tune in for that um a couple of there's a lot of people to choose from unfortunately (laughs) um oh hey this this is really off the wall lucas but do you listen to any like the national baseball podcasts any of those sources when you get a chance um you know i try to i don't know if it's necessarily a podcast but i try to listen and read as much buster only as i can okay that that is a great choice my so my personal go-to for national podcasts is a talking baseball with from john boy media mm-hmm. um, yeah i i think they have they have a pretty solid team they keep it fun they they're pretty knowledgeable on baseball um but they were putting together like their mlb team of the past couple of months um and it was a little disappointing that only andrew benatendi was mentioned in that podcast, not only mentioned, but like no Royals made their team of April or of May. Um, so we, we certainly have a lot of disappointing players right now, but really no one kind of standing out. But, um, but anyways, look, we're going to move on from that. And just like the Royals are moving into a series with the Astros this weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 
Um, they're going to start the game tomorrow night at 7.10 Kaufman time. Um, it's look, Lucas, it, it might be a pretty rough one. It this this might get kind of bloody. Um, Astros are coming off a three game sweep or not a three. Well, they swept the athletics uh, three to zero. Um, Royals are coming off a sweep their own. It's I mean, I, I don't know, man. I'm not looking forward to this. And I was, I was thinking like, OK, you know, Astros, they're they're the Astros. They've kind of been having a little bit of a rough skid at the plate lately. So maybe that can keep the the Royals in it. But then I looked at the three probable starting pitchers. And it's this might get kind of ugly. Let me hear it. It's well, you got I, I always say his name wrong. So I do apologize. Oh, Jose Urquidy. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, 27 year old. He's, he's pretty dang good. He's four and two on the year. He does yeah. have a 4.8 ERA. Um, but he is, you know, he's doing great things in that rotation. Um, Luis Garcia, one of my favorite young pitchers in the league right now. Um, he's three and three, but he's at 3.14 ERA. Um, and then on Sunday, the probable starter is going to be Framber Valdez. Um, and he's five and two right now with a 2.57 ERA like this. This could get pretty rough for uh, fans of Kaufman. What do you think, man? Yeah, good thing we missed Verlander last night. Well, when you're listening to this two days ago, because, man, that could have been. Whew. But, yeah, I think uh, I, you know what I'm most interested to see, too, is the attendance. And I think for fans, if they really want to start sending a message, uh, the the amount of people that show up to the game um, is what's going to be interesting to me. But I do agree. I think this this potentially uh, is going to be put on a tee and just smacked out of the park, man. I really do. I think uh, it's just tough. It's so tough because it's like I remember when we were competing in these types of games and these series and like, you may lose one, but you would, you would find a way to win the series. And like, it's just not even like a thought now. It's like, man, I'm, I'm worried that Astros are coming to town and uh, it's just, yeah, it's just going to keep dragging along. I feel like, and we're not even to, we just started June. Yeah. It's, we, it's going to be a rough summer as of right now, unless something changes. It it wasn't that long ago that the Royals were beating the Astros in, in the postseason, you know, arguably the best Astros team that that franchise has ever seen. Um, And like, and now I don't even know if the Royals can come close in one game. I'm going to, I'm going to root for them. Don't, don't get me wrong, but I'm not going to get my hopes up at a series win or even a win in this series. Um, but we do have a good chance tomorrow with Brady Singer on the mound as of right now. Um, so really looking forward to see what he does in his next start. You know, is he going to continue making progress and kind of baffling batters with his, uh, with his new changeup? Um, <laughs> Lucas, this, this might be something that is getting forgot about, but Zach Greinke's start is open on June 4th. Yeah. Um, the Royals haven't announced anyone. There's really, I don't know who could start in that. I don't trust a bullpen game. That's of, what I was leaning. Yeah, you think so? Uh, Carlos Hernandez, maybe. Maybe. Um, I'm personally, I'm leaning more Jackson Kowar. Um, I mean, I would rather see Coar because they sent they sent Hernandez down with a mission. Like Matheny talked about that pretty extensively 
uh, in one of the pregames and how he needs to go down and like really work on certain things. So yeah, I could, I could see Coar coming up for sure. But I mean, there's, there's options out there. You know what? Our, our boy Ronald Bolaños, maybe he finally gets a start. Yeah. That's an option. I, I think so. There, there's a lot of things up in the air. Um, really thought that we would get some more answers today in regards to that. You know, maybe some more moves. But yeah, the, made, the second. Yeah, it's uh, it's the second. They have less than two days before that start. So you know, maybe they make something tomorrow morning. Maybe they make something day of. Um, who knows? So we'll uh, we'll be watching that closely. And then unfortunately, Jonathan Heasley should get the start on Sunday. So um, he's been kind of up and down lately, uh, mainly down, sadly. But, you know, he he's a young pitcher. Let's hope that he could rebound on a Sunday afternoon start. It seems like that's when, you know, pitchers will randomly have their best game is like, yeah. No, you know, nobody's there. It's a Sunday afternoon. People are just la- lounging back, eat, eating peanuts and, you know, we'll have a gem of a, of a game, you know? Yeah, that's I mean, I you know, when I was in Arizona and we got to see Heasley, I don't think he did terrible. Um, and I think he's kind of got his moments where he kind of gets himself in a bind each each start. If he can find a way to get out of those binds, I think he'd be all right. But that's usually where it, he ends up giving up a few runs and it does damage and that's been the problem. So I think if he can work on that and get through that through the rest of the season, hopefully he stays there. Uh, I think you might start to see him turn around a little bit. Yeah, hopefully so. But Hey, we got, um, you know, June 3rd, June 4th and June 5th. We're going to get right into Royals baseball. Once again, um, Lucas, before we wrap it up, you got anything? Oh man, it's, uh, it's tough, man. It really is. Yeah. And uh, if the fans that listen to this podcast, guys, I, I we're, we're experiencing what you're experiencing at times. It does get hard to talk about losing in and, you know, every single day. And, but the, the positives are, are look at what's going on within the actual organization itself. Like, you know, we talked Vinny P there's Michael Massey, who's doing really well. There's other people that are, are doing some good things. So even though the major league club may not be showing the greatest success, there's guys that are down in the minors doing what they're supposed to be doing. And uh, that, that kind of creates a bright spot and um, makes you smile a little bit like, Hey, these guys have the potential to be here at some point. So stay positive. I know it's tough, but that's, that's my words of wisdom or I guess excitement for you guys. There you go. Hey, you know, we will take all the advice that we can get at this point. Um, Lucas, to, to add on to what you said, look, man, uh, Kuderna, he's been dealing for uh, yeah. quad, for um, sorry for the Fireflies. I was about to say the River Bandits, but no, he's been dealing for the Fireflies. Uh, so is Ma- Mazzucato's had some some bumps. But man, when he is on, he is on and it is something to see. So if look. I don't pay for MLB.tv. I do pay for MILB.tv. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's like 10, 10 bucks for the season, and I can watch anything from Omaha to Columbia, Arkansas, whole shebang. So I, I definitely think it's a lot more fun at times than watching the Royals um, to really see that future getting built up. Um, but like I said, next time, Lucas and I will be talking about our most disappointing individual players at the plate. Um, also, we'll make, we'll take a look at the Kuderna and Mazzucato starts, uh, what they've done so far in some limited sampling. Um, but Lucas, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for trying to keep it positive. I, I do appreciate it. And it, is, it yeah. is very tough. It is. It is. But you got to find them.
Yeah. Hey, um, for more of this positivity, where can folks find you on social media? The beat of KC guys. I've kind of slowed down a little bit, took a family vacation, but, uh, getting back into the swing of things, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's where you can find me. I'm going to kind of get back on there and start talking sports and stuff. So head over to the beat of KC. All right. Can't wait to see it. Uh, listeners, if you want to follow the podcast on social media, you can find us on Twitter at Royal Rundown Pod. Um, it's going to be all Royals all the time over there from all the various uh, content creators um, for this team, which thankfully, you know, not trying to toot our own horn, but there are for a such a terrible team. There's a lot of good content being put out there from Substack to uh, Royals Farm Report to Joel Penfield and One Royal Way over there. So please go support your Royals content creators. Things are getting a little rough right now. <laughs> but again, this is Jacob Milham. You could follow me on social media at jmilltheham. Um, it's a lot of Royals and a lot of Chiefs right now. That's my moneymaker right now. So I got to keep pedaling it, man. <laughs> But hey, Lucas, go have a good workout. Thank you all for listening. And until next time, go Royals. Go Royals.